What's up, everybody, and welcome to the bonus episode of the week, our CAW episode, Critically Acclaimed Wednesday. Hello, hello. First one. Well, second one. First one uh, of the bonus series. First one of the bonus series was a duty one. I was going to say doozy. And then Duty came out, so I just went with it. It was a Duty one. Either way, it was trash. All right. Well, we watched Taxi Driver. (laughs) Uh, This is the Netflix description. Martin Scorsese's classic thriller starring Robert De Niro as a New York cab driver named Travis Bickle, whose rage, paranoia, and obsession simmer into violence. Let me ask you, did you once feel thrilled? Well, think about it. It's the Times. 1976, I, I would say this con- is considered a thriller. The type of music that was scored, mm-hmm. um, you know, because the scoring of a movie is super important for, like, any critically acclaimed movie, the score of the of the movie is going to play a huge part because it sets it up. It sets up the feeling and you know every scene that they would show him just holding his gun staring into nothing and the music would help set the tone Mm -hmm. so for the time yes i would say this is a thriller Mm -hmm. now in today's climate if this was made i would say this one would be absolute shit because (laughs) it was slow the rage the rage wasn't shown until the end Mm -hmm. paranoia uh, I don't know about paranoia, but the obsession, I could see that. Obsession he's, for sure. He's very obsessive, the character. Um, and as Nicole just said, we, we weren't fans of this movie. So usually, like in previous episodes before we did like CAW, Critically Acclaimed Wednesdays, we would, I guess, like describe the plot and what happened and sort of like the characters and all that. We genuinely cannot do that for this movie because we don't know what the hell happened. The entire, like, the entire time I was so confused, but you were so quiet. So I didn't know if you were really, really into it. But I was like, what the hell is going on? <coughs> and then Excuse one point you, like, sat up and you were like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> we were both just like, what is happening? Because the way that I heard, like, I, I didn't hear about what this movie was about all i knew was was taxi driver is a classic movie everyone says that it's one they say it's one of martin scorsese's best pieces of art that he has created a great performance by robert de niro they say all these things and you know i guess maybe my expectations were high but i was also like from this description i was waiting for rage paranoia and then it turned into violence Right. The violence part was the smallest part of the movie. That was <laughs> yeah. maybe three minutes of violence for an hour and 53 minute right. movie. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there has to be more violence throughout. It, go ahead. I thought it was going to be kind of like how we just watched Monster last week. Oh, I thought it was so going to be kind of like a, a, not a serial killer, but like an unhinged taxi driver that takes out certain people. Right. Um, but th- we didn't get that. He was just a a taxi driver who had like insomnia and couldn't sleep mm-hmm. and wanted to work from like six p.m. to six a.m. and 
just kind of pass the time along and try to force himself to sleep because he just would, you know, get himself as tired as possible. That's what I got from him. I never was like, this guy's going to get violent until he just randomly bought a suitcase full of guns. <laughs> right. And of course, if you haven't seen this, we're, you know, we, we posted about earlier in the week, hopefully hoping that people are going to watch it. So if you did watch it and you feel, or have seen it prior and you feel a certain way and you feel like we're just shitting on it or, you know, you agree, let us know, please. Because, <laughs> you know, we can't be the only ones that are watching it in 2022 and be like, wow, this movie is just an all time great classic. I also was just like, like, I just felt like there were strange cuts or edits of the film. Like, they would be in one place and then it would quick go to somewhere else without, I, like, any explanation. I think that's Martin Scorsese's special. Oh, I think okay. he's, like, known for being, like, the guy who does a lot of, like, slow motion, a lot of freeze frame type of, of work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's, that's, like, his bread and butter. And, you know, he normally has – he works with the same people. Like, all his movies have, like, Robert De Niro or Leonardo DiCaprio in them. Right. Like, almost all his movies. And – Both you know, great actors. You know, the, the woman, you know, character, like, is always, like, kind of portrayed the same way in the same light. Always, like, an angelic type of creature. Mm. Well, not creature, but, you know, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, very angelic. Yeah. Um, Which is what they did initially – and we weren't sure what the plot was. So here I, I Googled a couple things to kind of guide us a little bit. It's going to be a quick review. These bonus episodes, will not. we're not going to talk a year off. We're going to give you our, our rating, our overview, and keep it moving. Okay. All right. So this is from RogerEbert.com. Who oh, yeah. Is, he's like the guy. Yeah. Right? He's the guy who scores all not scores the movies well yeah he scores them rating wise yeah, not yeah. music wise yeah he says the buried message of both oh wait hold on do, 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 do. does it matter right thing okay yeah the buried message in the film is that an alienated man unable to establish normal relationships becomes a loner and a wanderer and assigns himself to rescue an innocent young girl from a life that offends his prejudices Okay, and, yeah. And Taxi Driver, the central story is surrounded by many smaller ones, all built into the same theme. The story takes place during a political campaign, and Travis finds himself twice with the candidate in his cab. He goes through the motions of an ingratiating flattery, flattery, but we and... All right, now he's getting off into other stuff. Uh-huh. Which, which is true. There were, like, now that I'm thinking about it, it kind of all played in together, right? Um, in the first scene, well, the first like maybe 30, 40 minutes of the film, he was into this girl who was running. Not, I don't know what her role was, but it seemed like she was running the campaign yes. for a possible presidential candidate. Yes. And he kept telling her, like, you don't seem happy. You need to move on from this. And he was trying to like almost mm. kind of save her. Yeah, but it also seemed like he was interested in her romantically. Yeah, and then he brought her to a, you know, he said, I'm going to take you out to the movies and brought her to a porn movie theater. Right. Which. Weird. Don't do that. I don't think think that's a thing anymore. No, not in New York City for sure. It was on 42nd Street they were on. That's like the main street. I know. It's definitely not a thing anymore in the city. And And, uh, No, no, it's okay. 
I'm going. I well, you had a whole train of thought, so I didn't want to. So and she obviously was not into it. Left. He kept calling her very obsessively, like we were saying before. He even showed up to her job, like eyes. A lunatic. Yeah, eyes were completely like bloodshot. The bags under his eye, like he looked awful. He was definitely taking it rough. And then, like almost instantly. The next scene, like within the next 10 minutes, he's buying a suitcase of guns. So to me, I was like, he's going to murder her. That's what I thought. So I was like, I was actually ready for her. I was waiting for him (laughs) to kill her because I'm like, let's get the ball rolling on the violence so it could all play in. Yeah. But obviously, I like to say I, I, I enjoy movies. Like I really enjoy good like film work, but maybe I like a little bit more action and I can see yeah. why people would think this is a classic because of the underlying messages and stuff. And the same thing with him and the the presidential candidate. He had an opportunity to kill him and like twice. And chickened out. You know, he just moved on. Mm-hmm. He tried to save this 12-year-old like prostitute from the pimp life yep. and get her back on track. And he was all. It seemed like he was always trying to do something, and we don't know why. It seemed like he had like a death wish at with the himself. very, very end of the film when he was sort of being celebrated as this hero for getting mm-hmm. her out of this life. And if we're spoiling it for you, sorry, it's from 1976. You can go watch it. He, to me, I think the purpose of what he was doing was to almost make him feel validated as a person and as though he had a meaning in life because he gave a good a good life back to this child and was sort of being like hailed as this hero like his name was all over the papers and things like that and i think it gave him a sense of purpose because he started his whole life over again what seemed like a better perspective yeah but it was so brief at that end, after he was seen as that hero, that I really can't tell you for sure if that's why. And he was also like, you know, basically, I, I mean, the movie took place in New York City. So he was basically like shitting on New York City the whole time, saying it was a dirty place, mm-hmm. you know, full of scum. You know, the women were scum. Uh, the drug addicts and the crime. It's all, and... It was all scum. Yeah. You know, when the first girl, Betsy, turned him away, he, like, you know, as soon as he immediately was like, she's just like everyone else, all the right. other girls, scum. Right. He just kept saying that. So maybe he was a little OCD with, with certain things. Mind you, his apartment was disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he just had Doritos and sugar pack, and my sugar packets, like sugar yeah. everywhere. The one thing I, I didn't know was from this movie was, like, that famous scene where he's talking to himself in the mirror. You talking to me? Oh, yeah. Now, I don't know what that saying is when, like, it's, like, misinterpreted for so long. Uh-huh. Because I, I, at, at one point in the movie, I was like, he really doesn't do that, like... That, that jaw like, thing? That jaw, like, with the wrinkled face, like, the Italian thing. Like, he does play r- movie roles where he doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. Clearly, in this one, he mm-hmm. didn't do it not even once. Mm-hmm. But when people like do that, like you talking to me, like the way I'm doing it right now, they yeah. like squish their face together. And I'm like, he was just talking to the mirror. He was like, you talking to me? Yeah. You talking to me? Yeah. And I'm like, man, what, ha- what has happened since 76 to now that they've completely just 
erase that he also speaks like a regular person <laughs> and just strictly like Tony Soprano out here. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like the game of telephone, how it's changed from the very beginning to the end of like how yeah. the message is received. But yeah, that's true. That's a very famous line where he's like, you talking to me? And what's crazy is, I did, you know, no one ever told me that was Robert De Niro, but like no. you just like kind of know over well, you, time. Yeah, you could tell it looks like him. And, you know, I, I mean, I, I really hate to say this, but like I almost don't even like I can't even judge how his acting was because I genuinely don't know what the hell happened the whole film. I was just so lost. But because it's critically acclaimed, what awards did it win? So it did not win any awards, but it was nominated okay. for a few. So Academy Awards, Best Picture. So that's the, that's the uh, main one. Yeah. He was nominated as Best Actor. Jodie Foster was Best Supporting Actress. Jodie Foster was barely She's in the movie. A, yeah. I also thought the first girl was Jodie Foster, but then that would have made Jodie Foster like 80 years old now. <laughs> so I, I got a little mixed up, and then I was like, oh, shit, no, no, the 12-year-old girl, that's okay, that's Jodie Foster. <laughs> Uh, best supporting actress and then best original score, which okay. is what I told you. Right, the sound. Because yes, for the time, that score made it seem like something was about to pop off, but it never did. Mm-hmm. It, that's the thing that bothers me. It's just it never did. The when he whole when he bought the suitcase of guns and then was like practicing his shooting and stuff, my next thought was he was going to shoot her up. Right. Or shoot up the presidential candidate right then and there, but that just didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. He had me waiting to the last tw- like twenty minutes to kill someone. Right. And he killed three people, and I don't know. I, I, I maybe I maybe I'm being hard on it. I, I feel like I'm, I'm I'm understanding now, reading like a little bit about why they think it's a classic because the underlying messages and. This yeah, guy is I can understand that as well. A loner that's trying to just do better, but he can't even do better for himself type mm-hmm. of deal. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I also think like, I, I mean, as we're filming or recording rather, um, the Netflix like screensaver thing says that it, it was a film noir, which I think is a very specific niche type of mm. genre of movies. So I don't know. I I just it wasn't for me, and I was disappointed because I like Robert De Niro, I like Martin Scorsese. So I guess, like you said, I had high hopes, and it just wasn't. I guess what I was looking for. I mean, I'm sure Scorsese will will come back to him for sure. I mean, he all most of his work is critically acclaimed. They're always nominated, right? And Martin, if you're listening, let me know that you are. We apologize. Uh, I mean, I'm not. I'm I'm, I'm not. I'm not crapping on it as much as I thought I would be. Now, this, you're probably going to be like, wow, what are they talking about? This got a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. What? And an average rating of 9.1 out of 10. Its website, uh, the critical, the criticism says a a must-see film for movie lovers. This Martin Scorsese masterpiece is as hard-hitting as it is compelling with Robert De Niro at his best. Metacritic I, gives the film a score of 94 out of 100. Did we miss something? Taxi Driver was ranked as the 52nd greatest American film on the American Film Institute's 100 Years, 100 Movies. Wow. 
I mean, I guess it's great that we watched it then. Um, I certainly encourage everybody to watch it if it's got all of these accolades. I, mean, I wonder how many of these people who who like gave it the ratings watched it again, <laughs> like years later. Yeah, I'm like I'm like somebody. I don't know when this information is from. Like, is this from 1976? Like, did they were like, all right, at that point, was this like mm. the greatest movie of the time? Like, would it be rated at 96 percent right now? That's Go check I'm- Rotten Tomatoes. It's 96. Still. Oh, it still is 96%? I don't, I don't think it updates. I think once it is, oh. it's, that's what it is. Well, that's lame. Travis Bickle was voted the 30th greatest villain in a poll by the same organization. Now, I wouldn't what? view him as a villain. I mean, I guess he is. No. But they view him as a hero. He's his own. Go ahead. He's his own villain. He's not a go. villain to everybody else. And the was as the village voice ranked taxi driver at number 33 in its top 250 films this is like films. crazy now wow i mean it's it's up there apparently all these rankings it's up there all right so what's your rating let's close this out with a good rating are we doing it out of 10 yeah, it's always no. out of time girl well i didn't know because some movies you do like out of five stars um, so out of 10, we could do that too. No, no, want. it's okay. Out of 10, I'm going to give it a 4.7. 4.7 on the So essentially 47% on rotten, on your tomatoes. Yeah, it was trash. On, uh, I don't know, we have to come up with that, like our own rotten tomatoes. Yeah, it was uh, the buffalo, buffalo pies, our buffalo sauce percentage. Spicy level? Mmm. Okay. All right. Spice level. Yours is at 47%. Yeah, because there was also scenes that made me physically uncomfortable. Like, I just was not into it. Okay. I'm going to go with... I'm always so fair. And I I, I, I have to give a bias because I like Martin Scorsese's film. I, I, I always that's have... That's unbiased, then. Yes, that's what I mean. Sorry. I have to give an unbiased... Wait, no. What? No, that's a biased opinion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because you like Martin, so you're not giving an unbiased. You're yeah, yeah, favoring yeah. him. Yeah, I'm going to go with. <laughs> I can't wait to shit on your 5.8. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's fine. That's fine. I thought you were going to put it over 50. I thought you were going to put it in the like 70s or 80s. And no, I was no, going to be no, like, no, you're no, bugging no, no, because no, 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 the no. entire film I was watching your face and you were so confused. Yeah, I would have been lying to the people. And yeah. I, and I never lied to the people. No, no, no. And what was the other thing we had to do? You said a rating and. That's it. Oh, okay. A well, rating. You were talking about stars. I don't know. I thought before you said we'll give it a rating, and I don't know. It'll come All right, back. So we're, we're, it's going to be a work in progress. These bonus episodes. We're going to try to get it, our rating scale, our spicy level. You know, in order, more type of structure. This is our first time. I wish we could talk, hot, you know, better about the movie, but like we would be lying. Like I said, <laughs> it, we really would be. We're, we're real. I'm really like pulling. I'm I'm trying to find the, the positivity. The yeah. best part for me was just. The end. What? Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What? I was going to say just the mirror scene because I never knew that was from oh, yes. this film. So. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Actually, I, I did like seeing young Robert De Niro. That was cool. It's kind of hot. It's a good looking guy. Yeah. Kind of hot. Yeah. You talking to me? You talking to me? Huh? <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for checking us out. See you on our regular episode. Bye.